Sometimes we need a little inspiration, and Real Things Living podcast does just that. Real Things Living has a focus on resilience and connection with others. Those connections lead to ideas, to solutions, and to better overall health. This podcast is brought to you by Gemini Media. Gemini Media delivers the best solutions for business communications through collaborative relationships. Hi, y'all. It's Bridget Cutshaw with Real Things Living. Today, my guest is Fran Biederman Gross. She is the CEO and founder at Advantages, which is based in New York, and she's also an author. Hi, Fran. Can you introduce yourself? I'd be happy to. First of all, Bridget, thank you so much for having me today. Um, What can I tell you about myself? I lead an organization called Advantages. We are a branding and marketing agency that is super powered by purpose. I actually recently, you know, don't don't try this at home, but you know, just before a pandemic, don't have your publisher release a book that you've been working on. <laughs> but uh, it, it's very timely, actually. So it's um, it's it's very helpful for those who are going through all of this right now. The title of the book is called "How to Lead a Values-Based Professional Services Firm: The Three Keys to Unlock Purpose and Profit." So I do a lot of things, I guess you could say. And you you said it was released before this pandemic, right? Of course, uh, yes, or something like that. I think it's in January is what your copyright date is on there. Correct. Uh, we launched in London a week ahead of time. Uh, the Jan- actually January twenty third to be exact. We had a phenomenal book launch party in the. Uh, in Covent Garden, in a museum, in the film museum. So it was a big, it was a very uh, 007 theme. So it was pretty (laughs) fun. Uh, And then a week later, we launched in New York on the 30th. So just coinciding with, you know, the national and international release. So very, very exciting. Uh, we brought books, obviously books back with us. I think we also brought COVID as my husband was uh, had antibodies some months, some months later. We had no idea what, right. why he wasn't feeling well that early February. Uh, but we had a whole airport strategy because our clients are travelers and CEOs and well, then the airport shut down. So we'll relaunch at some point, but we're just, we're using all of this pandemic, unprecedented time to talk about the three keys, to look inward, to help everybody the best that we absolutely can serve them in a way that they can harness what they need to from the inside so that they can lead externally with great strength and vigor. So what, I guess you co-authored it, what prompted you to do this? I mean, I think, I think it's great to give you, it shows that you have authority and, and an expert. I was just curious how you connected with the co-author. So Don Scales, a uh, funny story, was, had merged, well, had bought a number of companies and was taking uh, their, their company into a rebrand for purposes of an exit strategy, but really to become a global you know, authority in communications coming from the uh, 
investor relations space really crossing over. And I thought it was a very exciting project. And actually a friend of mine who was very close with the global CMO said they can't find a branding agency to help design a logo. And I said to my girlfriend, well, that's because we don't design logos. We actually build brands and then design the logo after we build the brand. You know, that's, that might've been why they had a little trouble there. And she said, well, I want you to do this project. And I'm like, you know, I design brands, right? She goes, yes. So they're going to buy a logo and you're going to deliver the logo, but you're also going to deliver the brand. And it was a crazy challenge. I was competing against three internal, very creative teams from Phoenix, New York, and London. And I was brought in as the outsider for barely 30 days. So I had never heard of this company before. I was told, uh, basically, here's all our docs. Uh, Here are some historical from both companies. Here's a bit more about the merger. There are eight people on this decision-making team that's global, by the way. And you'll have about 45 minutes to an hour to present your findings. And you only get 30 minutes with each of the eight. And good luck kind of getting them on the phone. (laughs) So, um, God, for I hate when people challenge me because I just kind of rise a bit. I was kind of intrigued. Hmm, deliver a logo and a brand. <laughs> Let's see how I could do that. <laughs> and I was super fair uh, on the conversation uh, in terms of like, I didn't say here's what our engagement, it was just very fair in the way that I tiered it out. Um, but I needed to get cracking because I had to deliver li- literally in 31 days. Wow. And um, it took us two and a half weeks, mind you, to, to schedule all of those calls based on international schedules and time zones. And we presented in 42 minutes. And uh, I left that meeting and Don walked me out, the global CEO, and said that was probably one of the most valuable meetings in his decades of running professional services firms. It was a very rich and very robust, and he invited me to their open house that evening because uh, they were opening the New York office. They had just redone the offices. So I came and we started a conversation and he introduced me around and I had not seen or heard of you know the other teams. I just knew they existed and it was very interesting this whole, you know, make it to the semifinals. I made it to the, you know, made it from obviously the finals. Our logo was chosen. Uh, Note to self, most hated person in the company. Um, And we proceeded for the next few months kind of behind the curtain to help roll out and support the brand rollout. And we actually created this award-winning video, but it all started at the end of, uh, you know, when Don called me that final time and said, hey, congratulations, you won. It was unanimous. I'm like, great, when are we going out to dinner? Let's celebrate. And as he's answering me, oh, I'm in London next week. How about a week from Tuesday, six o'clock, TBD? All I could think of is like, like the walk of shame. Like I'm like, did you just really ask <laughs> a global CEO out to dinner? And um, before I knew it, we had a tentative time and date. So we actually went out to dinner about a week and a half later and we didn't talk business at all. I was totally fascinated, uh, by some of his experiences, obviously had done a fair amount of research on him and 
things that he's accomplished. And we had just a, just a lovely, lovely dinner. And then, uh, you know, we were working together pretty closely for the next few months as we rolled out the, as the brand globally rolled out and we just kept going out to dinner every couple of weeks. And, uh, couple of months later, he says, you know, this whole framework, you know, because the truth is I succeeded. We sold a logo, but I delivered a brand and then continued to develop uh, that, the brand foundation and take them a little bit deeper into the process. Right. And we just developed a great relationship. And at one random dinner, as we normally had, he said, let's write a book. And I'm like, great, let's do that. <laughs> On what? <laughs> He just cracked up. He goes, so you have to understand that Don is com the complete opposite of me, right? So he's a decorated C global CEO. I'm the, I'm the entrepreneur, right? We Like he's got the Harvard degree. I've got the Inc. 500, 50 best places to work degree. Like polar opposites, chemical engineer, you know, scrappy marketing and economics major. So, you know, but yet the twain just, met and just have became like super complimentary. And we discovered that over the couple of months as we were working. And he said, listen, I have this idea. I'm like, I, of course, I knew you had this all mapped out. You're totally calculated. I am not like that. So he kind of cracked up and he said, listen, David Meister, incredible strategist, really wrote this incredible book called How to Manage a Professional Services Firm. It's used still today, hasn't been updated in 20 years. It's really missing your three keys. Your foundational, you know, purpose-driven, values-based approach. And I really would like to write the 2.0 to that. And maybe one day, you know, you and I both will adjunct. And I'm like, yeah, as long as you can adjunct at Harvard, I'll be in, I'm, in, I'm all in. <laughs> so he said, I have two requirements. One, we're not self-publishing because I want you know, a real business publisher to see value in what we're doing. And I want an advance to validate that. And oh, by the way, I want to do this next year. And I'm like, I know nothing about books. I'm such an entrepreneur, totally naive. And I'm like, you're on, you know, challenge accepted. And then I sent three emails to three different friends, which let me and, you know, a wild goose taste, but it really didn't take, it took six weeks to actually write the book proposal, which was abbreviated and get it in front of Wiley, we had a signed contract with Wiley on an advance within six weeks. So yeah, it was, it was just kind of, it's just crazy coincidence. I, so now, I, so you're, what happened with you in this book is a great example of what can happen with connecting with others and collaboration. And that's really what Real Things Living is about. It's you come up with ideas and solutions and because we've got this crazy, situation that we're, that we're in we you know we, we all have to adjust and tweak and i like the fact that the book focuses on purpose right and we also you have to have a profit to keep the business running but i like the fact that it focuses on helping you find a purpose right well it what's really what's really amazing about the book um not that i wrote it but what's what's amazing it's an amazing tool a tool in a way that it's like, we're not showing you, we're, we're, we're not just saying, here's how you do it. We're actually showing you how to do it right. in every aspect of business. And the appendix is, is the process and why the process is important. So like the way I read the book, cause it's really a choose your own adventure, like read the introduction. It's a quick read. It's a funny story. 
two unlikely, you know, humans cross over a, you know, over a project that was so, such an anomaly. I, I never would have taken that project had it not been like the summer. I, I don't know. I, although when you challenge me, I do kind of crazy things. But when you do things like that and you are just so open to possibility, right, Bridget, this is what you're all about. Right. When you, when you, when you remain open, you can receive and you can collaborate and you can do things that are greater than yourself. And that's, that's what the three keys are. Just really, just making everything really simple. It's not easy as you will, if you are, if you are, if you dare enough to read it, uh, Don affectionately refers to the, the, the hard part as the slog. And trust me, you don't like me in the beginning, but we can nuance this, right? To tailor to how much you can take, how much you can digest. It is a hard process. It's very self-reflective. If you're very self-aware, you will not have any issue going through it, but just keep at it. You're just going to get better at understanding. We gave you the roadmap. It's Every brand foundation you, develops a reputation. Either you define it or it defines you. Taking control of what these three, is called, three keys are, purpose, values, and story, the way that we build them, the way that we structure them. There's no hidden secrets. You don't need to come and hire me. You could really do this on your own. I'm, of course, if, you're, if that's what you want, I'm happy to, to do that and help you uncover and infuse it into your organization. That's what we do but we, it's a gift to the world that it's just this simplistic framework that you can absolutely achieve profitability as a result of in, you know, influencing every aspect of your business and infusing right. it with your keys. That's very helpful. It, it is. Uh, do you, did you guys start a podcast? Are you going to start a podcast? We or did start? start a podcast. It was actually, um, we actually recorded kind of like the trailer in November, December of last year. Uh And then when we were, we got a little busy with the book launch, we said, okay, right after the launch, we'll, we actually had a sponsor lined up and we were kind of like all ready to go right kind of early to mid February. And then just life, as you know, it just kind of unraveled (laughs) (laughs) and everybody put, you know, investment components on pause. And then I'm like, Don, I'm going to do this anyway. Like we need, we need to help people. We need to talk about how purpose actually, you know, unlocks profitability, how it drives profitability. Like people need to know these stories. So if, if you're okay, I'm just going to keep going. And occasionally we do some things together. And I know in the fall, we'll come back and do a whole other, you know, sort of series and theme it out. And, you know, right now I've just been having fun, screwing it up and, just trying to get comfortable behind, you know, the conversations and the mics and I've really had just so much fun with it. So is it basically a conversation between you and John or do you have guests on there? No, I I have guests every single week. Every now and then John flips the script. John is uh, from Rise 25. Super shout out to them. They've been really great helping me understand and navigate the world of podcasting. Right. So it's been really fun. I've really had such a good Right. Time. I, I enjoyed, that's why I did the podcasting. I was a guest last year on other podcasts pr- to promote one of my books. And I'm like, I really like this. And then during when it's COVID first started, I put my podcast on pause for about a month because I was like, what do I, right? I, I had to take a step back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
But you know what? It's very go with the flow, right? So it has a theme. It has a topic. Uh-huh. Everything, everything has a purpose. When you stay grounded and focused yes. there, it's, it, everything reveals itself. So it's really been, it's been fun focusing on the three keys, the importance of purpose, and how do you infuse it, living through stories. I mean, the entire book is, like I said, choose your own adventure. The way I would read it, intro first, because it's fun. I would, culture and leadership, I'd read that. Then I'd go read the appendix to understand it. And then I would go deeper into M&A, measurement, marketing, have, your, have at it, whatever, whatever floats your boat, really. Right. Uh, uh, it's so cool. And one thing I was thinking of, you are in New York, right? So you guys get hit really hard compared, I'm in Atlanta, so we didn't get hit as hard. Yes. And I work out of my house anyway, remotely. So how did this affect like your employees? Uh, well, did you, can well, you like, Zoom is really helpful. Thank God for Zoom, yeah. right? So for sure. So first of all, uh, I'm literally in the heart of Queens. Once right. again, in the heart of ground zero, as if, <laughs> as if we don't know what that is. And we lived through Sandy in 2008 and the financial crash. So I, I just thank God every day that, you know, he has given me more lives than a cat for this organization. And I, this time was a bit different in that I, I, these were familiar feelings of experience. So even though they were new again, I, I could, I could harness them a little bit different. I'm very much a servant to the community. Um, in many ways, I serve on the executive board of the Queens chamber. There's been such an outpouring of, you know, oh my gosh, cooking and shopping and what Jewish mother in New York doesn't cook for the neighborhood and all the elderly and risk things to go shopping. We did it in, you know, almost cooperatives and trying to get things delivered. It was a lot of coordination. So there was a little bit of a paralyzation Uh, advantage. was tremendously affected because just the world stopped and it was a bit in shock. Um, But things, you know, again, I bless the governor for taking tremendous strong hold of, the mindset of we're New York tough and we are going to build back better and we are, we are tough and we're going to be stringent. So look, we went from the worst numbers in the country to the best numbers in the country. Right. And I can honestly say, I feel for all of these, you know, states right now that are just bleeding with, you know, increased case counts and just say, please stay safe. Please wear a mask. It really does make a difference. I have been physically out, in the world every single day, defying stay-at-home orders, not because I'm a rebel, well, maybe a little, but um, (laughs) I came to my office um, alone for months to be the steadfast leader, to be of service, to have, you know, strategic clinics as we, anytime we're called at this point, we we do our best to create a strategic call. We've created this sort of post-COVID you know, strategic session and, you know, what does a new altered reality look like? What are market opportunities, products, services? Right. There isn't anyone right now that doesn't need that support and being a service that we are, we, we need to just continue to do that during this critical time. Thank God we've, we've had our clients come back. We've, we've, we've had a lot of a fair amount of new clients sign up and, you know, we're helping them navigate these crazy waters as we reimagine advantages to, you know, in the spirit of the governor to build back better. And it's, it's already, you know, not even mid July and we are showing great signs of recovery in that way. Different, you know, 
I hate the word new normal, but we're going to adopt and change to the world. Right. As it is. I like that. How you said reimagine it in the future. Mm -hmm. I think long-term it's going to be okay. Like you said, we just have to adapt and, and adjust and, and, you know, we're, we're going to be okay. I mean, that's my nature though. I try to look at the positive side of something. Well, listen, I, positive positivity is one of my top five strengths. I, I only know how to look at the gra glass right. half full. Um, annoyingly, uh, <laughs> I don't know, positive at times, but it, it's when you've experienced so much loss uh, in your life, you really have to look at the glass half full of things for a reason. Right. And, and the truth of the matter is, another strength, right? And core value of being open to that possibility because like when you take the meeting, you take the call, you never know who you're going to meet. You never know right. what's going to happen at the end of the line. Bridget, you are such a source of strength and open to that possibility. Like we, we deeply connected just even on that right. one molecule of, you know. Right. You just don't know. And right. Yeah. I was uh, recommended to talk to you and it we have a lot more in common than people realize, right? And we, we do have a, the outlook. You said you, you go through some hard times and then it does make you look at the, to me, to, to survive, to look at the glass half full. Yeah. There, believe me, there weren't, there were days that I didn't want to get up and out of bed and it was gloomy and I did lose family and we experienced a lot of loss, but there is a corner that turns time does contribute to healing, being creative, also contributes, get out of your comfort zone, risk yourself, put yourself out there, make some calls, just check on people. I can't even begin to tell you the outpouring of love was so overwhelming from people who were really all over the globe when, you know, when it kind of, when the reality hit, you know, that Italy was going through all of this, I was, I would truthfully being part of uh, the entrepreneurs organization has me globally connected to entrepreneurs all over the world. And we were getting frontline information uh, from what to do, what not to do, what was going on, even though there were so many unknowns and having some of that, you know, information really did brace me for the worst what that was coming and activated a lot of emotion of reliving that horrific 9-11 day when people in my community, we were waiting for them to literally walk home. So right. Was, That's such a freaky reminder, right? That. It was, it was very reminiscent and I would be remiss not to, you know, layer in the fact that, you know, I was 33 at the time and I know you all can count and, um, and I lost my husband at 33, uh, oh, wow. two months prior to 9-11. So I've definitely risen from many ashes, you know, keeping, keeping the scrapes on my knees and in heel mode, as much as I fall down, I find something to lean on and get up again. And just life is so worth living in, in a way, even when it's unfamiliar, there really is so many silver linings that are going to come out of this. I've watched so many people step up, rise up, do incredible things. So proud of my children for volunteering and taking care of people and just contributing in the way that they, they know how. And it's being part of the chamber and helping the Queens, you know, entrepreneurial community, a very diverse community, stand up, hold up each other. It's, it's, been, it's been challenging, but very rewarding too, at the same time, very fulfilling. 
This is so good. I, I'm, you're definitely a great inspiration for others because you're, you're right. You just got to pick yourself up and, and I'm so glad you're helping the community that that is so important too. Uh, that's keeping it together. Not, not, um, I'm a little rebel too, right? I might, <laughs> my doctors tell me because I've had some health issues too. I need to stay more isolated, but I got to get out even, but I'm in a building. I will wear a mask. Right. Yep. Yeah, and, uh, but I have to get out a lot too <laughs> because that's my nature. I want to get out and help people. Absolutely. Listen, protecting yourself while doing that is important. Um, yes. You know, it's just, you're protecting yourself out of respect for other people. Yes, and I'm exactly. so, I think the world, you know, as difficult as this is, and there's a tremendous amount of loss and I don't want to minimize that for not even a second. Um because it is really difficult to lose people and not be by their sides, uh, you know, at the time you lose them and not being able to attend a funeral in person. It's just right. it's heart-wrenching and, and being delayed because there were so many funerals to take place. And the, just, it was just, just really difficult time. Yeah. And I hope that we never experience in that again. Um, and I hope that the world can protect itself and isolate themselves enough to keep this, let's just, Right, safe it, is the best way to say. But it. you were just saying that the funerals. I had my sister-in-law's. Um, her father died. They couldn't mm. have any, uh, anything. And one of my neighbors, um, their mother died. And my mother was diagnosed with early stage breast cancer, but she didn't say. So I had to go. I within 24 hours, I drove to Florida with my sister. Mm. And so we were worried because that's what the Florida police were pulling people over with that state license plates. But we did, you know, I just like, I had to go see my mom and yeah. it, right. You just, uh, that they were okay with everything, but everything is, uh, she's fine now. Right. Good, I'm glad to hear that. Right. You gotta, gotta sit down and talk to people and try to, um, just reach out. It doesn't matter if it's on a zoom call or in person. Yeah, absolutely. I listen, I've been in on zoom calls, I guess as a global, business leader and speaker, it's, you know, I'm on a plane a lot. This is the first time I've been grounded for this long. And the truth is, I mean, you still can't global, I mean, you can, but global. Right. Chat. And I've been on Zoom for really almost six years. So I've been doing a lot of video. So this wasn't, this wasn't so far into me, but running the team remotely, we've always been a hybrid. So having people inside has been really amazing, but it's been really difficult not to, you know, to really be with people. I get a lot, I give a lot of energy. I need a lot of energy and I, right. I really have spent many months in our nice, beautiful, creative office by myself. So my husband notices, he said, I am more, uh, I'm one of those people I need to be around other people. Yeah. I, I get the energy. I pick up energy. And I think that's, is so important, you know, to help wherever you can. Absolutely. And, and I, I think it's great that you have a new book out. Thank you. Uh, and you said you're going to relaunch it. You don't have, you don't know yet, right? Uh, I don't know when we're going to do that. We're not even really thinking about it right now because it's such an airport strategy piece. I think that we're just <laughs> right. going to wait a little bit. But you know, we've been, I've been doing a fair amount of podcasts, my own and guests, and just okay. trying to, you know, circulate the book the best we can. Um, you know, it's a gift. Honestly, we wrote it as a gift to the world. Uh, to be able to just digest your three keys and unlock, you know, purpose and profit. So 
I think that's great. So can you tell people for the current version where they can get it at? Uh, the best place being that uh, social distance, closures, all that, the best place to order it. Um, there's a couple places actually, but Amazon carries it. Uh, there's uh, Porchlight. If we want to do some team building stuff or you want to order a bunch of copies, you can do them in bulk, I think from Books A Million. So on threekeysbook.com, there's a number of different places. The podcast is there. You can learn a bit more about John and myself, okay. uh, as well as, you know, obviously about the three keys in the book. And there's some fun videos in there about the making of the book and why we made it. And you, you'll hopefully watch a little bit of the recap, which is pretty quick, but very fast paced and it was super fun. I mean, James Bond really can't <laughs> launch a book in a James Bond film museum. Like, I like that. James yeah, Bond. It was fun. Is there a website for Advantage? Advantages is just advantages.com? Advantages.net. So, okay, yep, that's okay. Advantages.net is where you can find uh, the agency and all the great work that we do there. So we support brands by superpowering their purpose and leading the way from uncovering through integration. I love it. Thank you so much. And I'll also, in the, in the summary, I will write it out too. So just in case, Absolutely. thank you so much for thank your you time, Fran. I really, truly appreciate it. And you're quite an inspiration. Oh, thanks, Bridget. It was really fun. I love connecting with purposeful people. <laughs> and have a great rest of your day. You too. All right, bye. I appreciate your time and I thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast or leave a comment. Now go have a great day. Mm-hmm.